Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I'm Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we are going to geek out about Angel. Today's episode is season two, episode 10, Reunion. Woohoo! I love this episode. It's so good. I, I can't forgot. Wait. I forgot that it's this close to the trial. Like, for some reason, I always just thought, like, they reign terror. I always, in my mm-hmm. head, I'm like, oh, they reign terror. And then this is the end of him being annoyed with their reign of terror. But it's literally the beginning. The and beginning, I was like, yeah. And I was honestly, like, oh, my. honestly, too. So this is a couple things. This is one of the episodes that I I love it so much. I But I feel like I don't have that much to say about it. Yeah. Just because it's so good. But then also, this is the most terrifying their reign of terror is. After this, yeah. it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Especially the recruiting part. Yeah, I'm just like... so stupid. <laughs> um, so th- for anyone listening along and not following along, this is the episode where Drusilla brings Darla back as a vampire and Angel's hunting them. And, uh, and the ending is that infamous ending Mm -hmm. that is one of the most iconic moments from this entire series so um so we open up on gun bringing angel home uh he's still like no energy from the trial and from being electrocuted essentially yeah uh he's very disoriented every like cordy all of them are just like what is going on uh I love the fear that Drusilla's name brings when he says it, and Cordy and Wes are just like, Drusilla's here? And Gunn's like, who the fuck is Drusilla? Drusilla's here. Good Lord. Who's Drusilla? Yeah, I have a couple issues with that, the first of which is that Wesley never encountered her. Right. I would assume Wesley knows of Drusilla from being a watcher. Yeah, I'm sure he knows about her, but he never actually, like, encountered her yeah. personally and to that point i don't know that cordelia actually did either like she was in the mix obviously in season two but it's also like i know that she's scary but and i know that she's probably the scariest of the four of them because she's unpredictable but at the same time i don't she's the least scary one to me <laughs> so I well, see, <laughs> I I think I think that's the reason they're so scared is like once you kn- know Drusilla, yeah. you're just like you're a little bit loony, and she is definitely a force to be reckoned with. Like For what sure. she does to Kendra, I of think course. is what really got me. Like holy shit! Yeah, and I think the reason they both, to your point, I think the reason Wes and Cordy are so scared of her is because they only know what's been told about sure. her. They didn't experience who she actually is. They're just mm-hmm. like Wesley has what the books say, which is yeah. what. You know, they had about Angel when he just didn't believe what anybody said. And and so and Cordy has what everybody else says, where they were like Spike did this whole thing to res- bring, turn her back to power, which is a really dangerous thing. And yeah. then they did all. And then she killed Kendra. So she's just like, this is a very powerful vampire. For that's sure. To kill. I'm not like it's not an actual issue for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just kind of I'm like, you don't you don't know about right. it. And then like and then they get guns super terrified. And I'm like, not none of the Guys, three of you have even that, like. Yeah eyes on her and it doesn't help to be afraid it is technically just a vampire yeah um and then angel's determined to kill her before she becomes a vampire uh gun wants the rundown from west i love that west is just like yeah it's all very terrifying he's like no no what i'm saying is that means the granddaughter remade the grandmother oh yes man somehow that weirds me out more than the whole blood sucking thing (laughs) yeah it's so funny (laughs) um 
Angel kicks in Lindsay's door and it's empty and the realtor talks about Drew taking her baby. I love the idea that Drew's like thinks about it as a yeah. pregnancy. Like Drew is that's one of the things I love about Drew. You're mm-hmm. just like, what is going on in that beautiful mind of yours? I just also because Angel says something where he's like Drew would want the to like the, the ceremony, the ceremony of, it all, of yeah. it all. And so it's like very interesting, especially given uh, like especially given Spike and then to a lesser extent Angel and Darla. But like especially Spike, it's interesting how much Drusilla specifically clings to like what you might call the old ways. Like yeah. she's very traditional and like Angel is the least uh forward thinking i guess you'd want to say yeah but because he's just such a drip or whatever but even darla <laughs> is like willing to take advantage of things that exist now that didn't used to like she's always changing and then spike obviously is like this is the best time to be alive yeah. <laughs> you know he's just like fully there <laughs> so i go. i do find it to be an interesting like maybe holdover or something to do with how angel made her yeah. That makes Drusilla want to cling to the tradition and the ceremony and everything. I right. I like that about her. Yeah, I think it's pretty great. Um, and then Drusilla is looking over Darla's dead body. Uh, I love Lindsay asks if Darla can hear Drew, and she's just like, "No, you she's, idiot. she's dead." Dead. And that's I think it's those moments that that make me that make Drusilla my favorite. Like, obviously Spike's my favorite, but Drusilla is such an interesting case because she is, she is scary and she is dangerous. And then she also is like a little crazy and, you know, she's, she has visions and stuff, but there are moments where she's fully lucid and those fully lucid moments, I think are, they make her the most interesting because, you know, it wouldn't be unheard of if Darla could hear her somehow. But the fact that Drusilla turns around and is just like, no, she's dead. And yeah. Lindsay has to be like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. yeah it's and very yeah, he's funny. Like, he buys into it. He's just like, I mean, I guess is that yeah. what's going on? She's like, no, moron. And then, yeah, you're right. It gives you like, because if she was just completely batshit, you're like, well, then what is there to follow? But like yeah. the fact that she's there, but then dips in and out is pretty great. Because even I would say a lot of the time, I think it's just the way she speaks you know, it's very affected and it's very 1860s. And I think what's most interesting to me is that a lot of the times because of the way she speaks, you think she's daffier than she is, but she's just caught in the time that she was changed for the most part. And so I think she does have more lucid moments than you think, or like certainly more moments where she believes she's lucid and she believes she's saying just like normal conversation. I don't know. I just think Drusilla is fascinating and especially getting the glimpses we get here of her on Angel for these next couple episodes. I think it does the same thing for her that it does for a lot of characters that come over to Angel where it gives us a different window into her. Yeah. Like on the on the different show. Like yeah. she's not um we're not just viewing her as an extension of Spike. Right. She she she's is her, her own, own yeah. person here. I think that's pretty great. Uh and then Lila comes in and she makes a gross joke about Lindsay having a chance with Darla's dead body. Think maybe now you've got a shot with her? Lila. I mean, oh God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so it didn't even occur to me that that's what she was saying more like, because we know that she's already in process of 
changing, maybe yeah. he's got a shot with vampire Darla, but either way. Yeah. I read it as she just meant yeah. like there's a there she is. She there can't fight you, you off. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> oh gross. My. It's really dark for Lila too. Like yeah, she, I she mean, is she, dark, but it's pretty dark, dark for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh I mean for 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 in her favor, like she's not suggesting he do it. She's just making a joke about yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. that's basically what she thinks of Lindsay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just like, you would fuck a corpse, you weirdo. <laughs> um and then the lawyers leave and Drew says, I really love, as she says a lullaby, the score is like creating a melody for her lullaby along yeah. with her. It's this really beautiful like moment. Run and catch, run and catch. The lamb is caught in the black patch. <laughs> And then an angel investigation is figuring out where to look. Cordelia is calling out how little they have to go on. I thought it was interesting that they're all they're all like confused at why Angel's trying to put reason and thought into what a quote unquote crazy person is doing, mm-hmm. yet unaware that he's the one who made her that way. Of anybody in the yeah. world that knows Drusilla the most, I would argue Angel knows her more than Spike. Um, I would argue Angel knows, like, he obviously, he doesn't know her, like, he, Spike and her spent a lot of time together and loved each other and all that, but, like, Angel knows every ounce of what he did to her and what his, what he was crafting, and so he knows how she thinks, in my opinion. Sure, but I disagree. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I think, I think... At at one point, that might have been correct. I do also think at this point, Spike doesn't really know her either. However, if we were to play like the newlywed game, Spike would win the newlywed yes. game with Drusilla more than Angel would. And I think it's specifically because ever since Angel had a soul, it's he like refuses to think about it. Like he right. he won't think about what he's done and so distancing himself from that so specifically and so completely i think he's unable to think like she does because it's also gun who realizes where they are it's not right, angel yeah. it's gun who's like hey right. maybe she didn't mean a baby nursery right and so that's the kind of thing where it's like i i definitely get what you're saying and i think you know for the 40 years between 1860 and 1900 when he got his soul for sure he would have known who she like how she thought and where she was and how she was working things out in her head way more than anybody else but now i think he's just shooting in the dark which goes to cordy's thing where she's like do you have a hunch or an inkling or yeah, like, he's like I've are got we just nothing. gonna drive around the city and like hope we find someone like, yeah and he's yeah. he's like we'll just go to wolf heart yeah, yeah i think my point is more like he has the capacity for it it, it was he less definitely on has the capacity it was less on me pointing out like Angel can figure this out and more yeah. on why they would even think he would know anything about Drusilla. I'm like, he is the one that made her. He yes. can, and as we're about to see, he can tap into mm-hmm. who he actually is at his core. Yeah. Um. And so like, it, for me, I was just like, oh, he's drawing on this. And I, and I, yeah, I may have misspoke in saying like he knows her better than Spike. I honestly don't think anybody truly knows Drusilla. No. Um, because only she does, but I think she's he, such an enigma. <laughs> yeah, she is such an enigma. Um, but I do, I think he has that capacity and he does, yeah. he does, he guides them there because 
because in yeah, Gunn's the one who figures out where it is. He's like, well, Wolfman Harp's got to have a place. But I think Angel's like he knows her ceremonies. He knows mm-hmm. the because and and to what you said before, she's stuck in the mm-hmm. trauma that is where she was made. So like he yeah. did all this stuff to her and then because of that trauma, she's staying in the past as herself. And so he's, he if he looks deeper than himself, he can think about like, and so that's where I was just like, why are they so surprised he's trying to figure it out? He definitely knows who Drusilla is. Yeah, no, I definitely take your point for that where it's like out of the four of these people, he yeah. knows her the best. Yeah, he yeah. should be the one who's trying to figure out what she's thinking and, and everything like that. Um. But it also I do think that when you when you did say he has the capacity, I think that's accurate. He has the capacity to know what she's doing and figure out what she's thinking and get inside her head. But it goes back to that whole thing where he's just ashamed of his behavior. And so he he doesn't think about it and he refuses to call up that knowledge and stuff. Right. Because you see it. We saw it a little bit when when in that episode when they were uh, when they were investigating the guy who could take his body parts apart. And he like he kind of sinks into this the way he delivers his line. He's like, yeah. what he would do is that A B C D, and you're just like, and Cordy's like, you were fucking gross as a <laughs> jealous, like, like oh, <laughs> and then he snaps out of it. Um, but then Angel finds Darla's body. He uncovers her and hesitates, and it made me curious because I don't think we've seen what happens if you stake the vampire before they wake up. Like, do they dust or does like the wood stay in their heart until they become a vampire and then they dust? Like, mm. as it happened, I was like, ooh, have we seen someone get staked when you know that they've been turned? Like, Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think we, we have. have. And so I was curious, but he gets stopped anyway. Drew beats him up with a shovel. Uh, Darla wakes up, holds Angel up in the air. <laughs> I love Drew saying, baby's up from a little nap and Darla looks at her like, what the fuck? <laughs> The whole, it like continues, but it starts in this episode. The whole Drew calling Darla a grandmom. Yeah, like, and her being upset about it's it. It's so funny. I <laughs> like, just. Yeah, can you stop? I love it. Uh, Especially Drew because is... it's like not true anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then Drew is straight up trying to murder Angel, which is like, yeah. she's just like, you're not Angelus anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Darla tosses Drew. Angel almost stakes her, but hesitates when she looks up at him like innocent. Yeah. And she's gone. She jumps off the building. Like, like uh, a really tall building. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I know you're strong, but I feel like that would break your legs. <laughs> yeah, like at least. Um, Did you ever, then, there was this show, sorry, there was no, this show on an, um, free forum called like Sirens or something, and it was about mermaids. And there got to a point, like, like I don't know, partway through season one, and they like weighed her. And she weighed so much because, like, her bones were denser than it was so ridiculous. And so that's, like, all I could think of when Darla yeah. jumped out. I was like, are her bones extra dense? Yeah, like, what's, what's, the, yeah. what's the story here? Well, and Darla, or Drusilla even says later to Holland, like, she jumped off a really big building. Like, yeah. She's actually worried. Yeah. Um, and then Angel comes back to the team, lets them know it's time to kill. Cordy and Wes are being like, hitting the pause button. Wolfram and Hart, as in vampire detectors, crack security system and armed guards. Nice plan, General Custer. Drusilla's insane, deadly, not in a good mood. Darla, she needs to feed soon, okay? Once she does, she's gonna be that much stronger. Now we got two options. Either we go back to the people who brought them both here in the first place, or we sit around waiting for the bodies to start piling up. I decided not to wait. Anyone wants to join me, my car's outside. If not, that's fine too. 
You had me at everyone gear up. Like, Gunn's just fucking ready to go. He, he <laughs> is, like, through this episode, he is pretty ride or die with Angel. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I'll, you need. I'll do it. You ask me, I'll do it. Because it goes back to the episode where they're, like, in the elevator of Wolfram and Hart again. Yeah. They all stop him. And he just is like, Angel said he had a plan. And he was like, yeah, it's run really fast. And Gunn is like, what the <laughs> what? hell? That's the like, plan? <laughs> unbelievable. So I do <laughs> love so that. Funny. And it does, yeah. I mean... After the end of this episode, we take a while to get back to that, but it yeah. it is kind of always there. Yeah. And then Holland talks to Lindsay. He gets very pissed when he sees that Drew was there and Lindsay yeah. was just being smug about it. Uh, and then Drusilla tells them Angelus is on his way here now. He's very cross, which I love. And I also love that they respect that, she, not respect in a positive way, but mm-hmm. like, they acknowledge that Drusilla has an ability yeah. and they're not just like, this is a crazy vampire that right. we like, they're like, Oh shit. Angel's on his way. Yeah. Um, and then Darla shows up. She feels Lindsay's warm body, throws him yeah. and takes Drusilla. <laughs> it's very weird. Holland also talks to Lindsay about forming healthy attachments. Yeah. <laughs> like, because he's not bringing a date to this party. That he's like, don't be tonight. a weirdo, man. Yeah. Well, so he says it at first, and it's just like, you know, you've been working so hard, but you also need healthy attachments. So, like, you should go out and, like, meet people and whatever. But then after Darla, like, basically sends him like a dog, <laughs> he's like, and then they leave, Holland is like, healthy attachments, Lindsay. Yes, like, healthy. they have to be healthy. Yes, not a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Cordy has a vision in the car while they're driving and Angel doesn't want to do it and she pulls out a steak which is adorable she's yeah. like fucking stop it's, um, I love this I, I, it has kind of been happening I wish it kind of happened a little bit more like obviously Angel's been ignoring everything else in favor of Darla but I do wish that there was more of a button put on it like there is in this scene where like all three of them are like you can't keep going after Darla. Obviously, the powers sent Cordelia a vision right now because they don't want you to go to her. Right. You have to like take the take the note and like go. So he he does end up doing it, but it's not until like you said, all three of them are like, we have to go, and Cordy pulls out a stake. Right. I do wish that something like this had happened maybe once or twice more in the lead up to this episode. Yeah. I mean. It's it's another one of those things that makes you think about the f- like as as much as this is we both talked about this is my favorite storyline of Olive Angel. Oh yeah. Um and I think it's really great but it's just like when you when you scratch back at it a little bit his obsession with Darla yeah is so retconned compared to the way he handled her in season 1 and yeah her her relationship to him, like we said in the previous episode, in the last episode, trial, he's not responsible for Darla. Like yeah. it would make, obviously it doesn't make sense because Penn was a one and done episode, but if it was Penn, the person who he made and groomed to be yeah. like him and was out there and they brought him back as human and he was responsible and all, like that makes a lot more, obviously that wouldn't be as compelling as this, but like that makes sure. a lot more sense because it's like Angel and then he could get his mind wrapped around all this. But the fact that he's so twisted and cannot see that this is literally the entire point of bringing her back and yeah. he's ignoring the entire purpose he came out here. Like, Well, so I do though, I do also think though that this episode is where the whole plan has gone completely off the rails like there's no there's nothing in it for wolfram and hart anymore after 
this episode. Even like even having brought, although I I, th- I can't remember if we talked about it last week. Do we think Wolfram and Hart brought Drusilla in, or do we think Lindsay brought Drusilla in? We think Wolfram. For what we talked about, um, we think Wolfram and Hart brought Drusilla in. Like Lindsay didn't go out and contact Drusilla. Okay. Like they definitely manipulated. Lindsay into doing it. I think okay. they manufactured it happening, but it was definitely like part of their bigger plan. Yeah. Cause I just sort of, cause that's the thing too, is I, cause I think we talked about this last week as well. I do also think there, there would have been a story going forward, uh, or like to, to do this story, but make it make a little bit more sense if it was Drusilla. Yeah. Because Angel is responsible for her. Right. Yeah. That's what we talked about. Right. But that's also like I I think part of this I mean it has to be Darla in order to set up for the season three stuff yeah because Drusilla would not let that stand like no <laughs> something else would happen to Drusilla but that's what's kind of interesting to me is that it is sort of retconned but it's it's one of those things that I don't really mind it just because. 100%. It works so well, and it brings yeah. so much depth to all the characters involved. So Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. and that's my point where I'm just like, you you scratch it and you're like, I mean, this kind of doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is yeah. such a great story, and it's yeah. and without the season one stuff, it totally worked. Like without the the Buffy quick stuff, ending, yeah. yeah, without what happened in Buffy, you, and, and which you can easily write off because you're like, they didn't know what they were gonna do sure. with her, mm-hmm. and she wasn't that integral to the storyline. She's just been showing up in flashbacks, so like it totally works. Yeah, um, when you don't consider that, it, it'd be I think it'd be a bigger issue if like Darla was part of season one and two, mm-hmm. and like there was a whole different characterization of her. But, I do um, also. I would. I would wonder. If it if it doesn't make sense, I think it might make sense because it's like I also don't really think he let himself come to grips with what he had done in season one of Buffy. And so I almost wonder if like seeing and obviously this was Wolfram and Hart's plan was to get him obsessed and get him distracted. And so like bringing her back and having him uh, like have dreams of her and all of this. So it's like the the setup is there so that you can actually say it, it's not a retcon, but it it is just sort of like a I mean, he killed her without remorse in season yeah. one of Buffy. Why all of a sudden is is she, you know, so important, like all right. consumingly important? I don't know. I yeah, it, that's I fair. Go you, way. you you could headcanon it too. Yeah, like, that he he's been beating himself up because he didn't care, and yeah. why didn't he care about killing her? And now he has a second chance. Yeah, that makes sense. But all, all that aside, like it's such a great story. It doesn't matter. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Darla is throwing Drusilla around outside, and then they kill a guy who pulls up. And yeah, he I call, don't really. He calls them sweetheart, and I was like, "Are you like trying to make him an asshole?" Just so yeah. we're like, "Oh, that's fine." Like it was a weird. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't them... kill the woman who hit Drusilla. Like, yeah, he calls them girlfriends in a derogatory way too. Yeah, but I also am like, I don't fully understand why Darla is mad at Drusilla. Yeah, it doesn't totally make sense. Because I mean, she they, also, even Dar or even Drusilla is like, wh- what does she say? Did I do something to displease you? <laughs> yeah, as she's being tossed around. Yeah. I, I always read it at, because we see, we get to see how Spike was when he's turned in season seven. And, uh, and Angel had a little bit of Liam when he was turned as well. I think it's mm-hmm. like a foggy, when you're transitioning, okay. 
And so she, I think she was still experiencing those emotions of okay. like, not nece- like, you know, this is my end of my life and I've accepted, and she told Angel, don't sure. turn me. And so yeah, she's like, yeah. still like, fuck you, you just, you know, threw a whole other wrench into everything. And yeah. then she like, basically uh, had to get through it. And then she ultimately comes around. But yeah, I always read it as just like, that's the the turning pain of like transitioning from human. It's not like a light switch goes off and you're immediately something else. That's fair. I'll allow that. Um. And then uh, Angel investigators show up to try to this guy, and they're like, "We have to be cautious." And he just beats the shit out of him and throws his gun in a tar bucket or something. <laughs> yeah, I like. Okay, obviously, I'm not on Angel's side because he's about to. As amazing as it is, he's about to go off the deep end. That being said, this kid needs what angel says to him you know what i mean like this kid does not need coddling like angel or um cordy and wes are like oh my god like he's ready to blow and the kid is like literally just sitting there being like i have to kill myself for mogdor or whoever and i'm like that's sort of that seems low in the scheme of things you know like that doesn't really seem whatever and especially cordy is like he's ready to he's just like ready to pop off i felt it in my vision and Angel is just like comes in and is kind of no nonsense. And he's like, this is ridiculous. This guy, this demon sucks. He doesn't care about you. I'm sure you have things to live for. I have other things to do. Goodbye. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, again, I'm not on Angel's side necessarily. But in this instance, I kind of am on it. his team. I'm like, I, I think <laughs> you're what, not what, wrong. <laughs> what I think is interesting about it is I think because I think Gunn maybe brings it up or maybe it's Cordelia. I think it's Gunn where he's just like, maybe it might seem insignificant, but maybe yeah. the powers that be did this specifically. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think the reason it is such a dumb thing and it's not some big thing, like it's literally a dumb thing. Cause it's to me reads like the powers that be that being like as, as openly as they can, as much as a burning bush, you know, sure. like yeah. just stop what you're doing. This just take this distraction as a message that yeah. you should not be doing what you're doing. And he does not give a flying fuck. He does not. And that's why I can't fully be on his team because he's so single-minded. Yeah. And it's the type of thing where it's like, sure, Darla and Drusilla are going to go on a little bit of a rampage right now. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. going to rampage and go on a little bit of a spree right now. At a certain point, which we which we see too like it's almost immediate that darla is like well i'm sick of this i'm sick of being beholden to something else i'm gonna end that and who's to say they don't just leave you know but instead angel sticks his big fat face in all of it and he makes it all 100 percent worse because he didn't take the hit or like the hint from the powers and cordy and wes and gun you know he's not listening to them it's just you can't be it's that single-minded good. about it. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and then Drew and Darla shopping. Holland offers full support from Wolfram and Hart and says, you guys should go on a massacre. He says, I, I do love when he says, uh, we won't be seeing Angel anymore. And then he bursts through the window. It's yeah. pretty fucking hilarious. It's so good. Uh, and this is where Holland says his line that will come back to haunt him of, and yet I just can't seem to care when yeah. Angel says, You set things in motion. Play your little games up here in your glass and chrome tower, and people die. Innocent people. And yet I just can't seem to care. 
Uh, and Lindsay tells the cops to give him a cell with a window, and Kate is in the cop car. She sure is. And Kate is awesome in this one scene out of the she entire series. Is. Escape now or wait till you transfer me to another holding cell because I'm really two not. Two people were just murdered in a clothing store at Fifth and Hill. Preliminary reports say the two women were spotted leaving the scene. One of them matches the description of your pal Darla. They're not done, are they? And this is <laughs> this this scene is representative of what you and I have been talking about. We're mm-hmm. like, imagine having an ally who understands the monster yeah. world whenever you're getting in legal trouble around. Like, hundred percent. This is what the show should have been, and she's yeah. going to show up like once or twice more, and then be gone forever. Yeah. Like they literally were like, "Hey, wouldn't this be cool?" And we're like, "Yes," and they're like, "Too bad." Yeah, but but bye. <laughs> but bye. <laughs> yeah. It really is too bad because she also I love the way that she's like um she like explains the whole thing to him. She's like, "Well, you know, this matching Darla's description, they're, you know, they've killed people. I don't think I can take them myself." And right. I she she accepts that she can't do anything about it, which is new for her. Yeah. That's some <laughs> and, growth. Exactly. And then she makes the guy pull over and let Angel go because she's like, I believe that you will take care of it. And I don't know. And then Angel fucking. He like takes care of it. Biffs that one. Yeah. He takes takes care of it. He's going to take. It's on his to do list. Yeah. Um, But I do love this moment between the two of them because it's the first time that there's been any kind of. um, Camaraderie. Like, yeah, camaraderie since she found out about him and her dad died. Yeah. Like, because before she found out about him, she wanted to have sex with him. Yeah. And then after, right before her dad died, they kind of came to a peace also. But then her dad died. And ever since then, it's just been like mopey, bad hair city. And it's just no good. And so you're right. It's like this episode. And then like, no more good stuff from Kate. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It does. It's there's like bad. there's so few moments between the two of them where she doesn't want to sleep with him and they're on the same side. Right. It's like, but that's the story we wanted. Why, why did you show us what we wanted yeah. and then just take it away? It's totally the story. Um, and in the wine cellar, Holland is congratulating Lindsay and Lila and Darla and Drew show up. And I love the drop in Holland's face when he realizes yeah. that his wife is Potentially dead because he sees Drusilla licking her lips. And, and she says blood. she tasted like clover and honey. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, oh, she let you in. And then she's like, she tasted like clover. And he's like, his whole body drops. Yeah. It's pretty. It's he's pretty a great. good. He's a good actor. He was on Lost. Yeah. This this final scene, he he does a really incredible yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops investigating the crime scene. I love the bit where the guy looks in the mirror and doesn't see Angel. That's a cool moment. Yeah. And then Drew and Darla back in the wine cellar. Uh, Drew's telling Lila it was <laughs> Drew telling Lila it was very thoughtful to moisturize her skin is uh-huh. horrifying. And Lila yeah. sells that terror so well. She's yeah. just like, oh my Christ. Um, and then I thought he cared more than he did. Like you do. <laughs> Grab Mama White, eat the double speak. No, no, she won't eat that. She won't eat that. I um, love it. It's, it's so, so fun. good. 
I love this scare. So this is actually really interesting. So Angel comes up on the scared girl in a closet. And I love her performance because she's really selling for the audience because we're used to Darla and Drusilla. And she's yeah. selling for us like how horrifying of an experience this is. Because mm-hmm. these they did come in and just murder a bunch of people untouched. And um, she but- would have just heard heard it from the yeah. dressing room yeah she just heard people getting murdered what i do think is really interesting is as we saw angel doesn't have patience for things yeah. wasting his time and he's in in this mode he's in this mode that he's going to be in for the next six episodes he's art he's already transitioned yeah right and we see where he is at the end of this episode but he's able to turn it on he's able to turn on the angel persona that mm-hmm. we know for this girl. So he's, it was an interesting, like something that I think I only noticed this time around. I've always noticed that he was quote unquote sweet angel mm-hmm. in this moment and was just like, why is he, why is he not telling her he doesn't have time for her bullshit? Mm-hmm. And then I realized like, oh, because she would shut down and not say anything. And he knows he needs to do this thing that he always does, which is what we always talk about. Like that yeah. is who Angel is. He's constantly having to be the good guy. He's not yeah. naturally the good guy. He has to constantly actively try. Do it. Yeah. And which I think is interesting. I'm not saying that as a as a bag on him. Like that's an interesting character no, thing sure. that he wants to be good and he's trying to be good. Um, be- yeah, and, because... and he could turn it on to get information from this girl. Yeah, because I was going to say, too, for me, it's also an indication of how close to the surface Angelus always is that yeah. he can really like fluctuate in between like, you know, the like he can fluctuate in between the worst parts of Angel and the best parts of Angelus like pretty seamlessly. He's yeah. able to get through that. Yeah, it's very fascinating. Um, and then Drew and Darla. Drew says she hears the sirens. Lila gets hopeful, which is great. She's she like, sure Are the cops does. coming? Yeah. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, No, no. She's she's thinking about the bomb shelter. <laughs> she knows what this place used to be. Yeah. And like Holland too is so interesting in this scene because he's like, Oh yeah, it used to be a bomb shelter, but I prefer wine. And he's like still yeah. selling it as like he's a trying, yeah. like a history museum tour or yeah. some shit. <laughs> It's just... it's what, what's so great about Holland, too, is we've only see him be cocky and confident yeah. about everything. And so seeing him put on a face, mm-hmm. but scared shitless. Yeah. Like, he's like, nothing is stopping them from killing us all. Yeah. Like, I love it. Because I would it's be annoyed so if, if he was just super confident in the scene, like, we're untouchable. Because we talked about that, too. I hate when bad guys never have that moment of, mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. And they just like in in the ring where the guy was just like, you, what are you going to fucking do? And they just yeah. throw him up. I was like, no, I want to like, see him scared. <laughs> you're, they're going to explode you is what they're going to do. Gonna what do you think? Like, <laughs> so I love this. And he performs it so well. It's actually really mm-hmm. great. Uh, Darla doesn't sense fear from Lindsay. It's, uh, so, it's so good. there's so many parts in this episode that are so good and I just don't even have anything more to say except they're so good which is why I was like this might be a short episode and I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah but I do love that about yeah I love that his line where he's like it's not that I don't want to die I just don't mind dying yeah I for me I, I know that this is divisive because a lot of people don't like the Zeppo, even though it's my favorite Xander centric episode. Yeah. Um, but that line from Lindsay vibes with me the same way as the as Xander's I like the quiet yeah. at the end of the Zeppo. It's just like because he's been involved in it so long, and and I think also because I think he on some level knew he was getting played 
at least for part of it. And so especially since they came to Wolfram and Hart, the girls came to Wolfram and Hart when they shouldn't have. I think he knows at this point, he's like, oh, well, this is just going to end in disaster. So I think he for definitely a portion of the time he's made his peace with it. And I do think also I think there might be a part of him that now that Darla is a vampire again, has accepted that like she might eat him in a blaze of passion. Right. So I just sort of think it's so interesting that he would be like, no, like I don't want to die, but it's whatever. Like it's cool. Whatever (laughs) happens is going to happen. Yeah. I just find it. I find his character so fascinating and I wish that he didn't like disappear for like two seasons yeah that like disappoints me but yeah i don't know i think that's good and and christian kane sells it so completely yeah he's he's really great and so good oh and then i wrote i guess help us is a sufficient enough invitation Angel like sees her invited and she's like, help us. And then he walks in. I was like, I guess that works. Yeah, Yeah, she's she invited men. I mean, the implication is that you have to come in in order to help. So, yeah, I'll I'll let let it go. Angel shows up and his David Boreanaz's portrayal here is so because he is he looks so over Mm -hmm. all of the bullshit. He's just like. I'm exhausted of you um, <laughs> and of all of it, of Dr- Drew and Darla, but then mostly of Wolfram Hart. And uh, Drusilla calls out that he's not even thinking about his own family, which I thought was interesting. He's so sick, not even thinking about his own family. Only thinking about them. She also, I do, I, I think it's, I'm not here, I'm not here to kink shame. I'm not. I'm also not here for the daddy kink. So like that's kind of grosses me out with Drusilla all the time. But I love every time she thinks it's Angelus and it's not because this is one of the times and she's just like, it's never him. It's never yeah. really him. And she's like so <laughs> distraught about it. I, well, I always took her daddy thing as like because he made her. So she's just she calls him daddy. I feel like it's also a sex you thing. Think, I mean, yeah. they definitely had sex, so yeah. I'm sure it's also a sex thing. It's all I mean, very gross. I mean, two things can yeah. be true, Trevor. Yeah, yes, very true, yes. I think both of those things are true. Um, <clears throat> I like that Lila's hopeful when she sees Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, she thinks he's going to save her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is the line where... So Angel well, says... Well, okay, so, sorry. Lila has not been as destructive to Angel personally as Lindsay has. So right. like I don't necessarily think Lila's uh hope in that moment is misguided. Oh yeah. But it is also like you don't know how far you've pushed him right. to, at this point. Like you pushed him so far and you didn't recognize how far you were pushing him and now he's off the edge and you did this to yourself you only right. have yourself to blame and i do the realizations of of the three of them of holland lindsay and lila in the cellar are yeah. top notch yeah they're all of the performance in this are great i think so this is where this is the moment where holland's like people are going to die and angel says and yet somehow I just can't seem to care. And shuts the door on them. It is burned into my brain. So it good. is one of the most memorable moments of both series. Like it's yeah. a big, big thing. And something I was thinking about this time is uh, he, because he says, I'm not going to kill you now. I'll kill you later. And he could kill them now. 
Darla and Drusilla? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember at the time, when I watched this live, I was just like, fuck yeah, close that door. You let them die. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still think that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of me does because I'm just like, and they do a great job of like, these are essentially, like they're still human, but they're like, they have no regard for human life at all. Mm -hmm. So they're they're as bad as demons, only they don't have an excuse. And uh, it's like a room of serial killers, essentially. And Mm -hmm. so- it is on one end, and and we'll get to it when we get to the the next scene too. So on one end, I'm like with him, but then when I was thinking about it, watching it now, I was like, you could like this is you killing them yeah. because you could just kill like he could have just like shot Drusilla, mm-hmm. surprise shot Drusilla, and then fought Darla and killed her. She's a brand mm-hmm. new vampire, uh, and he could. He's already killed her before. Like, I think sure. it definitely, yeah. or she, or at the very least, she would run away. Mm-hmm. And he made it so they all died and then are harder to find now. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, they, you, the decision you made made everything harder. Yeah. Like, you definitely chose to, it wasn't just a, I would understand if it was like the two of them and Spike or maybe even more vampires. Like, if it was. If it was even just three vampires, I'd be like, that's a lot to have to take on. I might die. Yeah. But the fact that it was just two, I was like, you could do this. You're choosing not to. Well, and also he could he could also easily trick Drusilla momentarily. Right. You know, yeah. I, I definitely get it. I I think it, he would never have ki- killed them in this moment because this is we have to have this moment because it's the moment where he's gone too far for Cordy, oh, Wes, and Gunn. Yeah. And so if he, even if he were to just let them kill Holland, I think Cordy, Wes, and Gunn would still be pissed, yeah. you know? And so it's like, but also like once they kill Holland, how do you keep them from killing anyone else? Like how do you keep the lawyers from like rushing and causing a, you know, stampede and everything? But that is interesting that what you said that they, it makes, just makes them harder yeah. To find, like harder yeah. to track and find after and fight and everything. Right. That's, yeah. Because it, it, it was just something I, I've always kind of been like, yeah, fucking kill the heart, the the lawyers. They're just as bad as demons um, and you didn't have to do it. And and I know that's a, that's, you know, that's a pretty bad idea, but it's also just like what the show positions. And I agree with you. Like it obviously enables this really great storyline to yeah. happen. Um, but it was just really focusing it on this time. And I was like, man, that's. He just made it harder for himself. He got a yeah. lot of people killed on purpose, and he could have done it. But I think d- deep down, he doesn't actually want to kill Drusilla and Darla. No, I don't think he does. I think, I think, and also for different reasons. I think he still thinks he might be able to save Darla, mm-hmm. and I think he needs Drusilla so he can keep feeling bad about himself. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he needs to know she's still out there so he can't let himself have any peace about it. Yeah. Which I don't agree with, but I think that's his reasoning. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then Drusilla calls him daddy as he shuts the door and they bite Holland. Uh, and then at Angel Investigations, it, this is the thing that you and I always joked about where he like closes the door and walks off and we're like, yeah. And then they're horrified. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. oh, how no. dare you, Angel? That was, I can't believe you let people was die. so bad. Yeah. Yeah, because you them. can't even say innocent people because they're not innocent people. Yeah. Like they're all and they're celebrating doing a lot of evil shit. Yeah. Um, that was the point of the party. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Cordelia's beside herself. She's just so horrified that Angel did that. Because um, I think she's 
arguably, I mean, not even arguably, she is the closest emotionally to Angel. Yeah. Uh, and so she just can't believe it. And Wes says, right now, the three of us are all that stands between you and true darkness. And he says, you're all fired. And it is, I that yeah. was another one where I was like, oh, what? what? And it works so well because we've had all of them on the staff for so yeah. long. Like it's been for the a whole year. Season. Yeah, yeah, like it, it. this would, you're all fired at episode 10 of season one and be like, whatever, they whatever. barely were working there. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I also think what's really interesting is Cor- Cordelia has a line where she says, what, you're going to kill them after you decide th- that they can kill everyone you don't like. Right. And I sort of am like, well, kind of. <laughs> Like it's I not get a bad I, plan. I obviously get it, but like it just doesn't. I think they're they obviously have to be that disgusted and like horrified by what he's done so that he will fire them. You know, I understand the chain of events narratively <laughs> and on all this stuff, but it is you're right, where we've been the whole episode being like, well, but wouldn't it be like less dumb if it happened this way? Yeah. But so it's like bizarre that they're as disgusted as they are since Wolfram and Hart is like their biggest, you know. issue in the city but at the same time it's just sort of like yeah i'm gonna let them kill the lawyers who are the bane of our existence in this city (laughs) obviously like what else would you have me do which angel has shown such yeah like such exhaustion from fighting them he's just like every time i do good they fucking undo it so Um, i get it and also you know i i also do i like it and i don't like it and i like it because of how it takes cordy wes and gun and then i obviously don't like it because it just leads to like a lot of awkward conversations about like how angel can come back in the fold later but yeah that is really awkward the the whole like and I want to say it's it's not until the the big thing that Wes does that uh-huh. Angel like fully is back in charge of Angel Investigations, yeah. um, which is in season four, but or season four. Mm-hmm. Is that season four? No, it's season three. Sorry. Is it season three? Yeah, yeah season four is uh, other grown up stuff. Yeah, uh, grown up baby stuff. If that makes any sense to anybody <laughs> who's seen the show. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I'm just like objectively looking at this. It's very, very bad what Angel did. Yeah, Um, they were humans and he let them die and he could have not let them die. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because I think I always kind of write it off my head like, oh, well, you know, why risk his life for them? And it was like it wasn't really risking. It was like he's taken on many vampires and they are at the base level vampires. Yeah, like they are vampires that he cares about and knows but they don't have extra super strength. They don't have extra ninja powers. Yeah. Darla's been gone for a long time, so he's yeah. technically older than her. And I don't think that um, Drusilla's thrall works on him. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the only other thing I was thinking. I was like, oh, maybe Drusilla could like, but not, yeah, I don't think that would work. I don't think so. But either way, it's we're about to go down a fucking journey, guys. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's a good story. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't end up wearing leather pants and silk shirts like he has been wont to do As when Angelus. he's evil in the past. Yeah. But it is yeah. really good. It's I, super I, good. I, I'm. I am also excited for when we get an the the Angelus. Um, that's one of the good things from season four is the Angelus run. Mm, um, yeah. There's like a good chunk of episodes where he's just Angelus, which is great. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carly. And I'm with my other show at So I'm Watching or my personal account at FiddleDD85. As always, do the things and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.